Okay, welcome boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen to this episode. Today we're going to talk about what to do when it gets a little bit stagnant in relationships, romantic relationships, um, and how to get the fire back. I'm sitting here <laughs> with my soul sister and business partner, Lisa Lopez, and uh, we're going to have a little juicy conversation about how to navigate through that stagnation phase in relationships. Yeah, so what do you do when two people truly love each other, but the spark is gone? Good question. <laughs> I think a lot of people, I don't think there's a, um, a black and white one one sentence answer. I think each individual relationship needs to be assessed, but there are some some common traits that can take, like that happen, like to take place in relationships, especially after you've gone through the honeymoon phase. So a lot of relationships, you know, they start off really, you know, wonderful and you feel so much love for each other and you're so present for each other and you give each other so much attention, so much physical attention, emotional attention, mental attention. And each each part feels very seen and heard and honored uh, in that honeymoon phase. And once that phase starts to fade and each person kind of gets used to each other and both people kind of just relax a bit more into how they normally think and, you know, you get used to the other person being around all the time. Not that everyone starts to take each other for granted, but that's, that like, initial spark just starts to, to fade a little bit. And when that initial spark fades a little bit and the all of the thoughts that you, you're so used to having about the other person, like, oh my God, this person is so amazing. Once those thoughts start to to dissipate a little bit, then there's this new space that comes up and that space gives space for each person to self-reflect or think about their lives or think about what they want to do or, you know, you kind of go back to normal and then you have your own issues coming up and then you feel more like I am I am me and I am my life and I, I need to think about what I want to do. So suddenly you can, both parts can kind of retract from that unity feeling that you have from the beginning and then you start to think a little bit more individually again. And what can happen then is that as both people or maybe one person starts to kind of retract a little bit is one person or both people can feel like there's an absence of love and attention and, and that care that they, they felt in the beginning. And then what happens is there's usually some form of attachment uh, that arises because that initial attention that both parties got that felt so good and when you feel the absence of that you feel an attachment you want you want it back but it's attached to needing the other person to to say certain certain things to behave in a certain way and to stay a certain way and you close off the the freedom for the other person to be how they need to be in any given moment so if the other person for example, is going through a challenging time and may not be able to be so emotionally present anymore or may not be able to be physically present anymore in the same way, um, then that can, you can you feel the lack of that and then you, you, you have expectations. Like, I want you to look at me the way that you looked at me before. I want you to touch me the way that you touched me before. I want you to desire me in the same way that you used to before. But when you have these thoughts and these expectations and and needs for the other person, if they're not able to meet 
those expectations, but they still feel those expectations, that can feel uncomfortable. So if you're going through a hard time and your your other, you know, your partner is needing these things from, from you, but you're not able to provide it because maybe you need some time to yourself, maybe you're processing some trauma, maybe you need to receive instead of give. And uh, if you have those expectations placed on you, it can feel uncomfortable. So, um, for example, if a, let's say that it's a woman that is feeling a man starting to retract and she is needing him to pay more attention to her, to touch her more, to listen to her more, to understand her more, but he's not able to to step up to that, but he still, he feels that expectation. And if those needs and desires are communicated in a way that feels controlling and, and needy, then that can make him want to push away even further. So then you get stuck in this loop of kind of like chasing and, and pushing. So when he then steps away or he pushes away or feels like I can't like I can't meet those expectations right now and it's uncomfortable the way that I'm receiving these expectations and he steps away, that creates even more attachment and even a deeper need and more of a like a controlling energy from from the woman. And this can also sometimes flip her instead of into being instead of being open and, and surrendering and, and feminine and, and allowing him to come in, suddenly she becomes chasing and she becomes a little bit more masculine. And this can happen on a very subconscious level where she's not even aware of it. And this is where the subtly, like this, our subtle thoughts are so powerful. So this is why the energy in the room, you can feel it sometimes when you're sitting with a partner. And if a woman is kind of, if she's pouting or if she's, feeling upset, but she's not really expressing it. And she's just sending thought patterns out. For example, like, oh, I don't feel like you're giving me enough attention. You don't listen to me. You don't understand me. These are all quite negative thought patterns, which are normal to have, and we shouldn't judge them. And, and it makes sense to have them uh, internally. But if we fester in them and, and allow them to fill the whole room, your partner is going to feel that. And then as a result, your partner is going to feel judged and feeling like he's not good enough. He's not able to to provide what you need, um, and that creates not 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 a very desirable feeling in in your partner. So you get stuck in this in this trap where there's needs and expectations that are not met, and maybe the communication is not going so well either. So for a lot of people, mm, it can be hard to fully take responsibility for for your own feelings and allow the other person to be the way that they need to be in that moment even though it's it's challenging so instead of just accepting like okay my partner is not able to give me the intention that i need right now instead of fully accepting that it's more people go into like the whole bit of a, a grudge if you know what i mean mm-hmm. so they they might say that they accept it, but actually they're they're a little bit pissed off inside. They're a little bit like they get a bit of an attitude, and you can still feel the expectation in the room. So they haven't really internally fully accepted that this my partner is actually not able to 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 step up in the way that I am used to, um, even though they might say that. So then here comes the stagnation part with the when the when the spark. Is lost. I don't know if you want to add anything there from 
personal experience and of your thoughts. You know, when you know when that spark just kind of like fades and there's this stagnant energy that enters. Yeah, totally. And also what you said about when they say that they do accept it, yeah. but they don't actually do it. Because yeah. not only can you feel it, but it also affects your relationship later on. It will come up. Yeah. If it's in an argument or whenever it does come up, it creates more damage than actually just expressing it in the first place. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And this is the... Um, it's, it's these little traps that we fall into and, you, you, and you know, there's no one to blame here. Like most of the time we think that we're doing the right thing. Like, for example, if, we, if we're not really truly expressing our, our honest feelings and we're just saying like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever, it's fine. But actually we're holding a bit of a grudge on the inside that just festers and builds up and grows and grows. And then it just becomes this uncomfortable energy for, for both, for both people. So even though you think you might be doing the other person a favor by saying, you know, Oh no, it's all, it's all okay. Um, if it's not okay, you don't have to say that it is okay. You can, that doesn't mean that you have to say, I am not okay with who you are right now, but you can allow yourself to, to express your true feelings with, without blaming or shaming the other person. So you can at the same time, respect and honor what it is that the other person, like the other person's state and also say, I, I, I totally see that who you are right now. And if I'm totally honest with myself, it's actually quite, it's quite challenging for me. I don't know how to, to navigate through this at the end of the day, what both, what both, you know, parties want to feel is, is like an inner peace and an acceptance within themselves and then with the other person. So it's it's such a I wouldn't say sad, but it's kind of like a, a bittersweet thing because even though there's it feels like there's opposition, it feels like the magnets are turning turning against each other. Both parties usually desire the same thing. So it's like, how do you navigate to, towards that? You know? Yeah, that's the thing, right? And uh, this is also where a lot of. Uh practice comes in with communication because oftentimes women don't feel heard mm. and men feel like women are being unreasonable. They're trying their best and also not feeling understood. So what would you say is the best thing to do if both partners or if both a woman and the man feel like that? Mm -hmm. I think, again, it depends on, on the situation and it depends on, 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 the dynamic of the of the relationship, but sometimes um, when you go through that like stagnation phase, even though it's it's and this I'm not saying this is something easy to do, uh, but it can become easier with practice. Uh, but to practice radical acceptance of the other person, so all of this, all of the things that you have developed attachments to from before the way that he used to look at, look at you the way that he used to touch you the way all of these things if he's not able to do that anymore and vice versa if the man is feeling the same about the woman maybe she's not feeling you know maybe she's going through a phase where she's not feeling very sexy or she's not feeling very feminine or maybe she's going through some difficult challenges in herself and she's not feeling very open or receptive to him um, to allow each other to be the way that they are and not just not just say it, but then hold, like be walking around and wishing for something else. Totally accept the other person, you know, to your best ability. 
and to and honor where they're at. You know, if no matter what it is, if they're not able to to be physical in a certain way or to spend quality time in a certain way or, you know, it's always like the first thing is, is acceptance and and ask yourself, am I am I willing to fully accept my partner right now the way that he or she is? Usually, once you find that inner level of acceptance for the other person, there's this energy shift. And it's really interesting because it all comes down to energy, you know, you can't and you can't fake this stuff. You can't just be be like, oh, yeah, I accept you and and tell yourself oh, I'm practicing acceptance right now. But you still feel tension in your heart and you still have the same thoughts on a daily basis about the other person. You really have to go really deep inside of yourself and ask yourself, can I can I fully accept my partner 100 percent always and allow my partner to be be the way that he or she needs to be, not just for a minute whilst I'm sitting here having these thoughts, but for days, weeks, months, however long it takes for the other person to to live through the beingness that that person needs to go through uh, in order to to shift the energy. And, and ironically, once that inner acceptance, like the total inner acceptance of the other person takes place, the other person feels it. You feel when someone fully accepts you. You feel when someone fully allows you to be however you need to be. You can feel it. And that's when the energy shift happens again. So that that kind of like turns the current and allows for that energy shift to take place. And that doesn't mean that, oh, now we can just go into acceptance and snap our fingers and then suddenly that spark is going to come back. But it allows for the other person to be him or herself fully feel out all of their feelings and think out all of their thoughts and go through the whatever process it is that they're going through. And that also gives space. When you give a person total acceptance to be who they need to be, they can relax in themselves and they can allow that. Like, okay, now I can just be the way that I need to be and I feel accepted. And then it gives them this space to, to process themselves and get clarity themselves. Like, what do I, what do I need? What do I want? What do I want to, maybe there's a, a questioning uh, about staying in the relationship and that gives space to, uh, to kind of reflect and, and think about, do I want to stay in this relationship? And if, if there is that strong bond there still, but it's just going through the stagnation phase, then they can, then with that acceptance, they get space to instead of thinking about, oh, this relationship is so difficult right now and going through that muddy, difficult phase with the acceptance, there's this space to process what's really going on, you know, or what are you going through? Is there some trauma that's coming up? Is there some challenging at, challenges at work that's coming up? Like what, what is actually causing the problem? So that with the acceptance, you can actually go into dealing with what's actually going on. And then with the acceptance, Usually with full acceptance, then it also becomes easier to want to support each other. Because when you're not pulling and needing from the other person to be a certain way for you, and you totally allow them to be who they need to be, then you can, with that acceptance, you also feel this space in yourself to start to, to think, how can I best support my partner? How can I show up for my partner if my partner is going through a hard time? And then instead of saying, shaming and blaming and saying, oh, you don't do this for me anymore. You don't, you don't do that for me anymore. I need you to be like this. I need you to be like that. You flip it around and you start to ask all the person, how can I show up for you? What do you need right now? How can I be there for you? What kind of, what are you going through and how can I best support you? Obviously 
whilst also taking in consideration if you have the ability to show up for them. So with that, you also need to consider, can can I show up for my partner and 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 help them and love them and accept them for how they are? And if you don't have the ability to to be there either physically or mentally or or emotionally for them, then you can find that clarity in yourself and communicate that to them. So not saying that any of these things are easy, but at least it it like starts to unravel the knot and creates movement and change and you get you can step out of this stuck feeling of like, I just want you to be a certain way. And the other person also being like, I just want you to be a certain way. And neither of you are able to nudge. So with that acceptance and with the space and with the shift in how you're thinking and how you're tending to the other person, it creates movement. So you can move towards like, how do we want to develop our relationship? What are our, what are, what are our needs here? And are we able to support each other in the way that we want to? And if not, how can we then navigate from there? So at least it creates that movement in the in a in a, in a direction instead of being stuck in that stagnant energy. Mm-hmm. Such a major shift because no matter what direction it does go, no matter if you end up staying together or you go separate ways. Yeah. Either way, without acceptance, it brings so much growth for both. Right. Yeah. And it's so much better to you know. Sometimes you go. We have to go through a little through a little stagnation phase, and that's okay too. But no one wants to stay there, mm-hmm. you know. And that, that's what we see in, with so many couples and and you know relationships is that you, people get stuck in that uncomfortable, stagnant, like controlling, wanting, needing energy, and it's it's really uncomfortable, and it can create a lot of. It kind of like adds more layers of, of problems on, on top of what's already difficult for for each person. And I also feel like it's pretty normal living like that. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy when you think about yeah. it and how such a, well, not that it's easy, like you say, like acceptance, but a thing like that, how it can make such a big shift. Yes, and I think uh, a lot of times people think that there is a level of acceptance in the relationship, but what what they're accepting is the stagnation instead of accepting the other person. Mm -hmm. So they're instead of, you know, we hear a lot of couples say like, oh, you know, that's how relationships are. That's how they are. That's how it is. And they, they, instead of working towards uh, releasing the the stagnation and creating movement and change in the relationship, it's more just accepting like, oh yeah, it's a bit shit and that's okay. And, you know, tough times happen and challenges in relationship happens and you know people argue and and things like that but if it's if the balance is off if you're spending too much time in resentment and expectation and need and control rather than it feeling spacious and and loving and caring and and nurturing then there's a little bit of a navigation that needs to then you need to do a little bit of a of a consideration, like what are we accepting here? Are we accepting that our relationship is just a bit like shit? Or are we needing to move into looking into accepting each other more uh, for, for who we are and what we're navigating through to create that space and openness for, for change? So relationships are not, a lot of times we enter relationships and it's just like, oh, now this is great. This is you and me and this is it forever. We are forever evolving people. We're always changing and evolving. 
you know, individually. And that's the, that's what creates the, the beauty of a relationship when you can evolve together and you can change together and, you know, you can have this forever present curiosity about the other person, you know, cause you might, you meet some person, a, a, a person and they seem all perfect. And then, you know, stuff comes up about their past or issues that they have in their lives. And instead of judging that, then you can have a curiosity about the changes that they are going through because we're always changing. And I just think that's a really healthy thing. So when we get, when we have an attachment to uh, the relationship having to be a certain way always, then that, yeah, it, it's like a, instead of it being a flowy river with water, just like going through, it becomes like a pond mm. and that's what creates the stagnation. So I think it's healthy to, to just be curious, constantly curious about the other person, like what's going on for you right now? Like what's happening and allow the other person to, to go through whatever it is that they're going through without needing them to be a certain way for you. And again, it's like it's easier said than done, but it, it's it's really necessary to consider these things to to allow for that change to take place in the in the relationship. Yeah, definitely. I've seen it work because I've applied some of what you said today in my relationships and seen how it's really shifted a lot. And uh, so I'm really happy about what you're sharing today and the golden nuggets that are in this episode. Uh yeah. Well, it's. Um, most of the time it's, uh, you know, it comes from experience. I've experienced myself a lot of times in you know, long-term relationships where, you know, the honeymoon phase is over and then this is stagnation phase and it's really uncomfortable. And it's, it, if it goes on for too long, it can start to feel like torture and it can, and it's, it's, it's such a horrible feeling because you really, if you really love the other person, you just, at the end of the day, you, both of you just want to be happy together. You just want the other person to be happy and you want the other person to want you to be happy and you want to have a good time together at the, and <laughs> at the end of the day, you know? And uh, if if you, that's why I think it's important to talk about these things and also for people to be aware of little things that they can do to create shifts and change and, and openness and flow in their relationship so they can get out of that stuckness because it is a really uncomfortable place to to be in. Yeah, right? Nobody wants to stay there. No. And then ironically, when, when you're in it, you also kind of, a lot of times you, you do all of these things that you think might create the change, but then sometimes that just like <laughs> comes flying back and hits you in the face. I remember myself, you know, a lot of times I, I would, again, because it comes from the same place. So I would try to do things in order to get the other person to be a certain way. Cause then I think, Oh, if, if I do this, then maybe he will be like this, this, mm -hmm. and this, if I do this, or if I say this, then he will change. But then that still comes from a non accepting place. Mm -hmm. I'm still not fully accepting who the other person is in that moment. So it still comes from a place of resistance of I'm going to do this because I cannot accept who my partner is right now. And no matter if you're still coming from that place, no matter what you're saying or doing or expressing, it's still going to come from a place of not accepting the other person. So, and that person is going to feel that. So no matter what you say, you can, your intention is always felt from the other person, either consciously or subconsciously. So you really have to ask yourself, like, what is my intention here? Is my intention to, to micromanage the other person so that I can get them to behave a certain way so that I can be happy? That's, that's felt, you feel that, and that's uncomfortable. 
So you really have to check in with yourself and ask yourself, am I, what's my intention here? What, what do I wish to see? Am I being, am I solely thinking about myself and I just want the other person to be a puppet for me so that I can be happy? Or am I thinking about us as a collective and the other person and, and their needs and I'm, I'm taking them into consideration into my, my choices and what I'm saying and thinking and, and choosing to behave in the relationship? Love what you said about them picking up on it subconsciously, because that definitely happens. Yeah. Intention is so powerful. It really is. So yeah, some good uh, good uh, questions to ask yourself is what is what is what uh, like individually and also as a couple. Like what are what's happening here? What are the challenges that we're going through individually, sep- separately, and then also how is that feeding into our relationship as a whole? What do we need individually? Are we able to support each other mentally, physically, or um, emotionally? Um, where are we able to show up and where are we able to not show up? Can we communicate these things to each other clearly? Do we want to stay together or do we need some time apart? What's healthier for us here? And uh, what are our intentions? So what are your individual, what are your intentions for the relationship, what do you? What is your agreement? Why are you together? How do you want to spend your time together? So a lot of times we, relationships, there's a lot of agreements in the relationships, but they're not spoken. So one person might be like, well, I'm in a relationship because I like plenty of physical time and I like to be seen and heard and touched a lot. Whilst another person might not have as much of a physical need, but they need a lot of, um, talking. Uh, so there's diff- there's different aspects of the relationship that you need to get clear on and and agree on. And if you when you also when you speak about these things and your different needs, it doesn't become so personal either. So if you're in a, if you're in a relationship and you're with the other person, and these needs can also flow and change uh, with time. But if the other person, for example, has if one person has a, a strong physical need, but the other person has has need for physical space, if you communicate that with each other, then it's easier to not take it so personal. So, for example, the person that needs a lot of has a lot of physical needs. Sometimes it can be easy to feel uh, like not loved or unattractive if the other person is not so touchy feely. But if the person who is needing physical space uh, can communicate this is not about me not finding you like unattractive unless that is the case <laughs> uh, but if it's not if that's not the case then it's easier for the person who has the physical needs to then go into back to practicing acceptance okay I have physical needs but my partner needs physical space it's not about me it's about the the giving breathing room to a person. So then it's easier to not take things so personal as well, because that's also another thing that that we all tend to do very easily in relationships, you know, like, oh, this is my fault. Oh, he doesn't find me attractive or she doesn't want to have, you know, enough intimacy. And it can can be, it's easy to get hurt in relationships and and take take things personally. But if we express our needs clearly without blaming and shaming, then it can be easier to to kind of like, okay, this is this is not about me. It's uh it's uh it's an inner thing. Mm-hmm. 
So here was a, a, a small conversation. Relationships can be so complex and we could talk about this for hours, but uh, here was just a, a little bit of insight into acceptance, navigating through feelings, navigating through the stagnation phase in relationships. And uh, if you have any more questions about relationships and how to navigate through them, send them in, send us your questions. We love talking about these things and uh, we can create more episodes about relationships and share with you guys our own personal experiences and more tips and tricks on how to, to navigate through relationships. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're looking forward to sharing more episodes with you.